Welcome to the VOD TV podcast. The worlds of concrete and electronics, do they overlap? Well, Mauricio, it looks like you're figuring out a way to do wireless charging using ferrite pigments in concrete. Why don't you explain what you're doing? We'll have a conversation about it. It's really yeah. exciting. Okay, thanks very much, Ken. This is about um, making a concrete in the first place that behaves as a concrete but has magnetic properties to make um, it uh, easier and safer to charge an electrical vehicle. So what you do is uh, you place a coil on top of this and then the magnetic field generated by the coil is being just focused onto the vehicle so that you get very high efficiency so we can go all the way up to even 96% and uh, still uh, you are doing something that is, is very simple uh, to use to construct and most important is very cost efficient because those pigments you are talking about are ferrite cores that we get by recycling uh, scrap material. So we have not only a very efficient and cost-efficient material, but we have also a very green material, you know, so that we are doing something uh, to reuse something that normally would be thrown away without any benefit. So we are right now already in an industrialization phase, so we're already producing the first slabs, we call that, so that means those are blocks of concrete, including the, the, the coil in some cases, even including part of the electronics, and we are de deploying this as a plug-and-play application with standard road construction methods. And the first place in the world where we are doing this in a, in a big style, where we are going to, to check everything, the installation, the operation, uh, different temperatures and the like, is the city of Salo in Finland, uh, which has been eager enough as to say, do whatever you want in our city, but make sure that uh, we can operate vehicles with a benefit and, and that's why we are combining here not only our technology we are also working here uh, with two very interesting companies also in Finland one is uh, Sensible4 that makes a fantastic autonomous minibus which is um, has the, the big feature that it can operate under any weather conditions so we want to test that also in, in Finland and the other one is Linker which makes a very um, cost-efficient small battery electric bus. So we want to show to the world that this works. Once we're done with this, we're moving to China. We're going to do something similar in Beijing. And after that, we are starting to work in different projects with uh, like forklifters, with taxis, uh, with parking lots, so different things, all going by the same tune. So that we just integrate our material into an existing infrastructure, provide uh, the wireless charging method and very important, in a way that this this infrastructure is fully protected, actually is invisible, does not require any maintenance, is not prone to vandalism, and has a very long lifetime. So all those are all the benefits we, we already foresee and are eager to see in, 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 in practical life in the coming months. And structurally, I mean, it's concrete, right? So it's very strong. You can have, drive a bus on it and it doesn't crack, right? Absolutely. It's concrete. Actually... And it's interesting, sometimes you need a little bit more of, of say, um, chance in life to, to do things work. Because we're using ferrites as pigments that contain so much iron, mm -hmm. this makes a particular uh, a high strength bond to the assignment. So it, our material is considered a high performing concrete. It's not any concrete, it's even a better concrete than a regular concrete. 
So do you envision this, you know, when you get to volume production and so forth, uh, it being localized somewhat, so maybe it doesn't go around in a regular mixer truck, but somehow it's somewhat localized in terms of the production, so you're not sending, you know, concrete slabs around the world? Or No, and this is a perfect question because concrete is definitely something you don't want to, to send around the world. So our first production site is located in Denmark, but we are uh, looking forward to establishing other production sites the next one would be in China, and uh, I, I hope at some point also in this part of the world. But the thing is that um, transferring the technology is easily possible because we are work, uh, working very close together with very big cement corporations that can ensure that any formulation of a cement can be replicated in any location of the world in the, in, in, under the same conditions. So this is one of the, of the preconditions for this to work. The other thing is uh, safety. Uh, I mean, you were showing the charts there. It's, it's literally off the chart, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's such that we have very high magnetic fields because we, we want to do fast charging here. So this is not really um, something that, that uh, would be different from regular plug-in charging. It's the same kind of uh, power rating and, and time. But um, we, we make sure also by design, by shaping, that the magnetic field is confined between the primary and the secondary coils. So the secondary coil is the pickup coil at the, at the vehicle. And that there is no risk that this magnetic field would surpass a very stiff limit that is, is being, uh, is being uh, given to protect um, um, persons or animals to being affected by such a field. So we have mastered this and we are even safer than say metal detectors at airports. So it's much safer than that. So these are good reference points. One of the things that occurred to me, and I think you mentioned the application where you could charge at a stoplight and so forth, and it, it just occurred to me that there's, uh, there's coils in there to count traffic. Could your coils actually do that as well? Absolutely. And this is one of the things that, that we're also looking at. Uh, you know, if, if you need to cut the road once, mm -hmm. okay, then do it for the benefit of more than that. And we are working right now with an, another startup in Munich, where we are based, uh, which is called Park Here. And they, they do have sensors in parking lots so that they communicate to an app if the, the parking lot is free or not. And we agree that we would do this via our coils okay. so that we have a double benefit, the sensing and the charging. I guess the other challenge is uh, identifying the car and, and charging for that electricity as needed, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why we, we see that, and this is very, very good question, that um, and as it's not only uh, quite logical, but it's already provided for in the international standards we are following, that the communication, the validation, for example, for a payment is being done via the coils. So the coils are not just to energize, they also transmit communication and, and uh, information. And I assume that your block is just part of it, then you have to take the wires that come from that and have some kind of charging, because you have a lot of amps you're uh, trying to push off to that bus, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we're off the combination of concrete and, and wires as one of the challenges, if you wish. But there is two things that are pretty clear now. One is that our material has a very high thermal conductivity, so it can withdraw the heat created in the in the in the in the wire very easily, dissipate it to the ground. And the other one is that uh, our material is very dense, so it's very impermeable to humidity, in order to protect this winding because it's a metallic winding, of course, and this could be more prone uh, to aging in in a, in a harsh environment. 
our material itself is completely uh, completely safe. There is no aging processes. So that's why we, we believe that this combination of winding and concrete is now very well mastered. Now, you would have to go, though, to probably some external uh, capacity. I mean, because you're talking a lot of, you know, amps uh, right. there, right? Uh, so is that something you do or is that something someone else does? That's a good point. Uh, we were very close uh, to so-called system integrators in the wireless uh, charging space. Uh, in different ways. In, on, on the one hand, they are customers of us. On the other hand, and actually more and more, they are partners. Mm -hmm. So we work together. And what we are doing right now, which is, 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 is pretty cool actually to move on quickly, is we're integrating part of the electronics into our slab so that we can even retrofit, for example, an existing charging station so that you can, you can connect our winding with this part of the electronics as if it would be a virtual cable. And this is something that, that could reduce costs enormously and popularize wireless charging even more. Because then you could use all the payment systems that are already established and you have this as a fraction of the cost of a new installation. Okay, that makes sense. And I guess looking well forward, I mean, it's conceivable that you could actually power as you're driving, right? Absolutely. Dynamic charging is actually a no-brainer here, you know. We have tested this uh, 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 up to speeds so in the range of uh, uh, close to 55 miles per hour wow. already. Okay, and the only the only limitation is the speed of the electronics. Mm. I hope with gallium nitride things will come faster. But uh, is that the switching between blocks? Exactly. It's exactly. It's just going from one block to another because very important is that no block should be energized if there is no pickup coil on top of it. Just a safety measure. Right. Okay. So this, of course, needs to be done. However, um, um, we don't see necessarily a, a, let's say, meaningful application, to call it this way, um, and uh, because this has, of course, a higher cost than stationary charging. Sure. So um, we will follow market logic. Yes. You know, we are not going to do this for science fiction right, purposes. Right. No, we want to do something to serve a purpose. And one application that we consider semi-dynamic are um, buses charging at bus stops because they should use the time they mm -hmm. they uh, or they, they stay there at the bus stop in efficient manner so so that while they are braking and they are accelerating after having stopped this time altogether gives you more uh, opportunities to charge so that you can increase the reach a little bit more so that's where I think uh, there is a, a meaningful application but otherwise it will be seen and let me mention one thing that could become a real high-speed application we are talking already to the hyperloop people oh because we can implement uh, with our material a levitation system in a very simple way mm -hmm. well, i mean okay. you probably know that there's this in the you, you'd use the tube as your magnet absolutely kind of. absolutely you know more this passive type of 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 levitation yeah. where you have uh, halbach uh, magnets in the vehicle when you you reach a certain speed, then um, there is just by 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 reaction of the system, uh, where you have coils uh, being uh, you know energized by by reaction to the magnet moving, so that creates the levitation. And we hope to to make a first trial, interestingly enough, in Spain, okay. where they have just constructed the first uh, hyperloop vehicle. Yeah. So they, we are looking to doing a demonstration with them. We're, of course, looking also at some side applications, if you wish. One of them are electric boats, though we can do at harbors, charging. We did already a trial in Rotterdam. 
and are looking at water taxis in Paris to do also uh, wireless charging there. And another application that doesn't look to see or doesn't seem to have to do anything with this is inductive cooking. That makes sense, actually, when you mentioned that. On I could see the countertop being concrete. It's built in, right? Absolutely. You know, we are, at this point, I mean, we are already released by the uh, largest producer of these systems in Europe, and we are just discussing costs. Normally, when you're discussing costs, means you are there. You yeah, know, just need to same. get the economic uh, part of it working because we are going to displace conventional coils that are being used right. for this application and, and replace it by, by ours for cost reasons, but also for safety reasons because it's much better, much better screened sure. than the conventional one. So, so we are going to see this application running already next year. Excellent. Well, uh, Mercio, thank you very much for your time. Very exciting. Thanks, thank and you a very, very much. concrete business model, it sounds like. I hope so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.